or in the first reading the story of Joseph, which is a fascinating story and one with lots of really wonderful lessons. I won't talk about it very much because I want to talk about something else, but I once did a, a self-guided retreat on that, on the story of Joseph, and, uh, and I have that available, so if anybody wants it, feel free to ask me for it, and I can email it to you. But it's obviously a story of a lot of family wounds and betrayal, and finally a story of forgiveness. We can all relate to it. But here in this gospel, Jesus says something at the end where he says, do not go into pagan territory or enter a Samaritan town. Go rather to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. As you go, make this proclamation, the kingdom of God is at hand. So go rather to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. This is really relevant for us, isn't it? We know that there are lots of efforts in the church to, to catechize Catholics and to bring non-Catholics into the Catholic Church, and they, they have been bearing some good fruit. But it remains the case that for every new Catholic, every new person that comes into the church, six Catholics leave the church. We're, really, we're literally bleeding out, so to speak. And so why is that? You know, why is that? And of course, that's a complicated issue, and I don't know all the answers, and even if I did, we don't have enough time here to talk about that, but I just want to say two quick things, two perhaps causes, and maybe two things that can be done to address them. One is, you know, it's, it can sound like a bit of a cop-out, but I think it's true that some people just drift away. You know, other things become a priority, and they find happiness or fulfillment or maybe just busyness elsewhere, not only elsewhere in regards to coming to church, but elsewhere in regards to living a Catholic life and spending time in prayer. So some people just drift away. And I imagine many of you, if not all of you, know some of those folks, some folks that have left away, have walked away, have drifted away, and are here in town. And they might be willing to come back if somebody asked them, or somebody asked them out, out to coffee and, and, asked, and talked with them about Jesus and about love and mercy and reconciliation and coming back to the church. So I'm willing to do that. So if anyone knows somebody that fits that criteria, please give me their name and their phone number, and I will pester them. And a second reason, you know, and this is a little, maybe a little more uncomfortable and um, not a fun topic to talk about, but I think we have to talk about it. I don't think it's a big surprise, is that um, we drive people away sometimes. And, uh, you know, we're not saints. We're not saints yet. And so sometimes we drive them away intentionally, probably not often intentionally, but unintentionally. And there was a reading yesterday from St. Augustine in the Office of Readings. If those of you that pray the Office of Readings, you may have missed it because yesterday was also the memorial of St. Benedict. But there's a, a reading where he comments on David, you know, the sin of David and David's cry for mercy. And he says this strong phrase in here. This is St. Augustine. He says, Men are hopeless creatures, and the less they concentrate on their own sins, the more interested they become in the sins of others. They seek to criticize, not to correct.
unable to excuse themselves, they are ready to accuse others. I think we all do that. And when others are on the receiving end of that, that's usually not received very well. But thankfully there is an antidote for us and for them, and that's confession. Both confession directly to the Lord and confession to the Lord through the priest. And Augustine all but says that in here. He says, if I admit my fault, then you will pardon it. Let us never assume that if we live good lives, we will be without sin. Our lives should be praised only when we continue to beg for pardon. And then that that line that I read in the beginning, then he says, this was not the way that David showed us how to pray and make amends to God when he said, I acknowledge my transgression and my sin is ever before me. He did not concentrate on other sins. He turned his thoughts on himself. He did not merely stroke the surface, but he plunged inside and went deep down within himself. He did not spare himself and therefore was not impudent in asking to be spared. So that's something else that we can do to help bring others back to the Lord, is to focus on our own sins, and therefore focus on our own sanctification and salvation. And the more we do this, the more that we're looking at this line from the Responsorial Psalm. Lord, let your mercy be on us as we place our trust in you.